everybody. Welcome to Off the Cup ABQ. It's the newest, hottest conservative local talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. You're listening to Conservative Talk, Albuquerque, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. And we are your host for today. In studio, we have Christina Estrada. You know who she is? Of course, yeah. Welcome, Christina. Thanks for having me. Yes, absolutely. So you ran for the House of Representatives uh, in, tell me the county you're from, Torrance? Torrance, Torrance County. And uh, crossed the finish line like a champ, but didn't take the seat. Nope. And we look at all the problems today. Do you ever think that you would have done something different? Or if they would have voted for me, I would have voted for this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right right. Well, in the beginning, I didn't even think I was going to have a chance because I, I knew it was the last minute. Nobody knew me, my name. I've never done anything like this before. But all I had to say who I was running against, and I thought I had a chance there just saying who I was running right, against. Right, right, yes, right. You were yes. running against uh, Matthew McQueen. McQueen. McQueen, yes. From Madagascar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that kind of helped me a little bit um, down Valencia County, mm-hmm. awesome people, awesome people, and Torrance County, of course, but you, it's just that Santa Fe County, and then being stuck at home with COVID, and you can't even get your face out there or your word out there because they didn't let us do that. Right, they uh, totally re- are restricting you. So, uh, and and in odd ways, like yesterday, for instance, we attended an event in the South Valley. It was an event for Mark Moores, showed up, uh, and then the campaign manager receives an email from the county in 10 minutes that we got there yeah yeah like but i mean obviously i'm sure they had seen the event before you know they're always trolling they meaning they always (laughs) trolling trolling and so then it's like oh uh your organizers might want to look at the rules and regulations to the open space and blah like it's all technical now it's like it should have been right here instead of like an inch this way it's it's very minor yeah have you ever not gone to the park (laughs) To have an event, eat pizza for less than an hour. No problem. And no and problem. They, yeah, and they email you telling you to shut it down. It's right, like, right, right. And the park, you know. Yeah, a park. open, mm-hmm. And then it's called open space. I mean, I get there's rules, regulations, whatever, but really, we got to file a permit to meet at a park. Mm-hmm. No, no. They don't. We they do. don't. Yeah, they we don't. do. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, because they don't like the narrative, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a lot, a lot more conservative groups popping up. Mm-hmm. Everywhere, and the, and small, the, big. Yeah, and the flag was a dead giveaway that it was Americans, you know. Right, you dead <laughs> giveaway, uh-huh. dead giveaway, mm-hmm. dead giveaway. It's like you almost. I mean, what's next? We got to hide the flag or what? That's well. That's what they do, and that's what they want us to do. But we're not going to do it. Right. No. So in 2020, there was something like 101 candidates that were uh, that put their name to the task. They put their name on the ballot, went out, got qualified, and ran either for Senate or the House of Representatives. 101. It was very historical. And it was very organic. How did you answer the call to running for your district? That was a funny thing. So on Friday night, they had the Republican, I don't know what it was called, but they were announcing all the candidates and going through the list. And they found out District 50 didn't have nobody, or the person they had didn't, wasn't in the, I don't know, something was wrong. So on Facebook, they put out, hey, anybody in District 50 want to step up? And I, you know, my brother ran for another district. And so I was going to be all backing him. And then I was like, well, 
if you don't find nobody by Sunday, I'll do it. You know, right. I'm like, what do you want me? My loud mouth. What do I know? You know, right. I'm just a, yeah, a teenage mom from Estancia. So, and they call me Sunday and says, we ain't got nobody. You want to do it? So I went and I said, sure. On Monday, I got my signatures and I signed up on Tuesday. Wow. So, yeah. That's amazing. That kind of gives me the chills. And so a lot of people took that call. Like it was very random. I think initially I had saw the post on Stephanie's uh, yes. representative Lord's uh, Stephanie Lord on her Facebook. And it basically had all of the districts, all of the senates in all of New Mexico. And it, it was like Democrat, 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 Democrat. And there was hardly any one opposition or two they, they had been in charge of the district forever, like take District 10. In all my life of 45 years, only two, two individuals have ever represented the South Valley. Yeah. A- and then, I mean, and take a look around. I mean. They did a poor job, yeah. Yeah. No, they're not representing him. No, they're not. <laughs> no. They're, they're, they're playing with the party, doing what the party wants them to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of people, like I said, were running unopposed, so. What does that tell you? They're going to win every time because there's no one, uh, you know, opposing them. So all of a sudden, all these people woke up and said, "Whoa, no wonder we're in the position we're in." So all these people decided to run. I was really proud of them. They all stood up, and like you said, you're just a mom, you know, living here and, and minding your own business. But then a call came to action mm-hmm. and said, "Aren't you tired of living this way?" And he said, "Yes, I am." So well, what are you going to do? You ran for office. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. And, right. and it, it, what got to me most, because I, I knew I was a shot, you know. To win or long anything. shot long shot but odds are stacked against you yes a shot in the dark against, yeah. yes yes because um they just see that d and they're like oh i gotta vote for the d mm-hmm. well what about the person is this you something know? in the water that keeps yeah, these people in the same I mentality understand. yeah I don't understand but i got some people on the d side up there the mountain people the uh, the rural people uh, country right. folks yeah, yeah yeah the kennedy and democrats so, yes and i even the best thing that my heart was when I somebody talked to somebody from Tajique, mm-hmm. and he says I've never voted ever ever. And he was a, my my age, you know, probably in his fifties or something. And he says just because you're running, Tina, I'm gonna go vote. And he got into politics, and he really so wow. that was like so. If we start educating people, maybe we'll we'll get these hundred and one or switch something. Right, right. But the fact that we that that folks went out to just do it and literally they were i don't want to say average i want to just say everyday people that that ordinarily would have never been in politics um some of them were were politicians trying to run again and again because you know how hard it is to win in in new mexico but for the most part it was just people that just said i'm going to put my name to the task and they meant it like i meant every minute of what i was doing and i would make promises well i made one promise I said, I will represent you, and there is nothing nobody can 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 tell me that would convince me why I shouldn't. Period. And to no avail. Yep. Yep. To I don't, no avail. Just, I don't know. They're just stuck in a rut. I don't know. What Loyal to a fault. Yes. Sometimes yes. I say. Mm-hmm. Well, I know being from a small town, when new people move in, we're like, oh, yeah, you know, we right ran away. away. But we shouldn't do that. We need to open up our and and, and uh, learn from them. And right. then they learn from us, too, because I, I always say, don't come to my house and teach me how to cook. Right, you know, exactly. Cook, you know, but I'll teach you, and we can learn from each other. And it just they're just stuck in a rut, and they just want that that D, that, right. D, that Democrat, the old school. You know, my mama was a Democrat, you know, so she mm. would never change, but I don't think she ever voted Democrat, but she wouldn't say. Right, right, she wouldn't say, yeah, because it's like you're born Catholic uh, and Democrat, and you have a Chevy. 
All three. There you go, yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to change for some reason. I don't know what the mentality is here. I've seen it. And people just, like I said, they're loyal to a fault. And whether the person is working for the community or not, they're still going to vote for him because it has the D. I don't understand it. I don't understand the mentality at all. Yeah, it, it just seems, um, well, it's, it's totally insane because, you know, let's say even if I met somebody, and I was like, well, I'm a Republican, and but this is who I am. And they're like, well, you know, you don't seem so bad <laughs> for being a Republican. But still, it was just a challenge for them to go D. And I was like, what do you owe them? Mm-hmm. Exactly what do you owe them that, that you're going to just willfully just hand over your vote without even looking at him or me? Well, the Kennedy Democrat is what they're stuck on, I think, because he was the last true Democrat, you know, that believed in values. The progressive Democrats that came over and took over the Democratic Party while we were all asleep are not the same people. We don't believe in abortion. We want to keep our guns. We're American-loving, flag-loving. We know this is who we are. We love America. These new Democrats don't love America. They're very destructive to America. So these older people that are still Kennedy Democrats haven't absorbed that. They don't realize that if you say you're a Democrat, you are part of abortion. You believe in full-term abortion. You believe in taking the gun. You believe in hating your country. They don't do that. But they're not changing. They're not changing. You know, right? Your party affiliation is your party affiliation. So even if you're like, let's say, a Democrat, and say, I don't believe in abortion for whatever reason, because it's your right not to believe in abortion through your religion. Period. End of story. Whether anybody else likes it or not. But if it really is against your religion, why would you be part of a party that on their platform and you have to sign a document, an official document that goes to the second highest office in the state of New Mexico, second and third, what is it? Governor, Secretary of State, and then Attorney General, in that order. You have to fill out something, you have to sign it, and you have to say that I'm part of this political party. Like, it's real official. So officially, no matter what you feel on the inside, officially, you stand for whatever that party stands for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We got to take a quick break, but we have Christina Estrada from the East Mountains. She's a mountain girl up here. <laughs> Ran for office. Ran for office. All-American woman. Loves America. We're just going to be talking about corruption and, um, and stuff New Mexico in general. You're listening Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the newest, hottest conservative local talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. Off the Cuff was created with an idea of telling it like it is. Our localized radio platform is the next level of conservative talk. Real talk, real New Mexicans who are being ignored. New Mexicans are being ignored. Totally ignored. It's why we're here. It's why we exist. In our pursuit, we're looking to rise up unashamed to proclaim our faith, family, freedom. Visit us at offthecuffabq.com. Click on sponsor. Click on subscribe. Click, click, click. We'll see you in a minute. Don't go anywhere. Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website, goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. Hi, I'm Gerald A. Lowe, author of Mayhem Manor, and I listen to Off the Cuff Radio Albuquerque at 96.9 FM 
and 700 a.m. Everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the newest, hottest, conservative local talk radio. It's not for the easily offended. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. And in-house, in-studio, we have Christina Estrada. Hello, hello. What's happening? What's happening? (laughs) How was your drive? Good, good. I left a little early because I didn't know where I didn't want to get lost or something. But no, it was all good. Yeah, good. Yeah, no, I appreciate you being here on time and and taking the call to do the interview. Um, cause you're a great voice. Like I remember the first time I seen her out in, I, well, I think a little bit before, but didn't really know you. But when I'd seen you speak was in Valencia County and I was like, oh my goodness, she is on fire. Mm-hmm. Who is that? And then we started, uh, connecting a little bit. We, uh, we went out to Lee County for a fundraiser, mm-hmm. yes. uh, cause all 33 counties supported mm-hmm. us. I mean, there was a ton of support coming from everywhere. Could you imagine if South Valley would have flipped? Uh, we should have. I mean, we should have. But this is why they pushed back so hard because, I mean, they were not going to give it to you. That's for sure. Even though they weren't going to work for it. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, if it had flipped, maybe the school system would have been better there. The kids would have had computers, uh, better lighting. A lot of things could have happened. A lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff. Instead, we got nothing. Nothing. Yeah. More of nada, nada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's what yeah. they want. Totally. Yeah, after I gave my... I don't know, concession speech on Facebook or whatever. And I was, that's what you want. That's what you voted for. So that's, you know, so if something goes wrong, it's your fault, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> my husband always tells me when I speak, you say I'm on fire. He's right. like, you get mad at the people? I'm like, I'm not <laughs> mad at the people. He's just, it's like you're yelling at them. I'm like, I'm not yelling at them. I'm just telling them. I'm just, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of being bottom of the barrel, New Mexico. Right. It's beautiful here. Yeah, totally. Like, why are these people destroying it, ruining it, trying to make us like over there? I mean, who wants to be California? Seriously. And then look now, look at, I mean, look at the housing market simply because they're, you know, it's just a mess. All of it. Say, like, keep your bright ideas over there in California. We don't really want them here. Welcome to New Mexico. You taxed yourself out of there. Now you want to yes. come here and tax us right. out of here. With liberal policies, with liberal policies, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and then, and then liberals always trying to do stuff for you, for other people. Like I remember with the sugar tax in Santa Fe, they were trying to pass the sugar tax. There was a lot of people that fought against it. It ultimately died. But a lot of the rhetoric of, of the liberals were like, oh, you know, a lot of the Hispanics and Native Americans, they, they eat too much sugar, diabetes, and you know, all of this who are you? We're doing this for you. Yeah, yeah I, I don't need the favors. You want to do me a favor? Uh, you know, <laughs> come clean my yard yeah. for $10 an hour. So, but yeah, it's like that. So COVID, we had a hard time campaigning because of it. It was supposed to be two weeks. This is what the governor said. Two weeks, we're going to flatten the curve. And we're 14 months later. Walked into a store yesterday without a mask. I got funny looks, you know. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, how how are they going to enforce who's been fully vaccinated? Isn't that isn't that between me and the doctor? Yeah, your yes. your body, your choice, right? That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I mean, it's good enough when you're killing babies. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't want the <laughs> my mask. body, my choice, right? You know, I went to two restaurants this week, and and one person was with us, and they walked in with a mask, and they said, "Quit being ridiculous already. Take that stupid thing yeah. off." We said, "Sorry, we just thought we were still under the law." Right, you know? right. Said, Take it off. What yeah. are you doing? You're embarrassing so, us. Yeah, yeah, you don't know what I'm, to do. You don't know. Like, yeah. should I come in with a mask? Or and that's just. It's, oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I mean, whatever, but I'm sick of the mask. I'm mm-hmm. so sick of it. And people almost want you to wear it. 
you know, like... Uh, they like being controlled like they that. They like being controlled or like... Somebody has to tell them what to do. Right. Because like, they can't figure it out for themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And then uh, in the car by yourself with the mask, I don't get it. In the middle of the lake with the mask in the by middle, yourself? Yeah, in yeah. the middle of the llano. That doesn't... Yeah. Who's there? Yeah, driving down the freeway yeah, on there? a motorcycle with no helmet but a mask. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't see the ridiculousness they, behind it. They don't see it. Yeah. So uh, we had went to Amarillo this past weekend. Governor Naomi or uh, uh, Christy Naomi, uh, Christy Nome, Nome, yeah, from South Dakota. Yeah. Part of the uh, relief act of Governor or President Biden was to dole out a whole bunch more money to replenish the unemployment. She was one of eleven states at the time. I think there's quite a few more now that says no. We don't need the money. We're okay. We prefer to work. We prefer to work. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she had the highest income from any of the states. Right. But everybody was paying taxes and working, and, and the lowest I think in COVID um, uh, deaths or mm-hmm. infections or whatever, the lowest. And and she never closed down at all. Didn't require face mask. Anything. They came out better than all the states right. in New Mexico. And so New Mexico, states, happy yeah. to take it. Mm-hmm. I mean, hand out. Yeah. Like hand literally out, like, hey, where's the check? You know, we need that that billion dollar check for unemployment, and they messed up on it. You, uh, did you guys see the story? I did. Yeah. This morning. Mm-hmm. So apparently, uh, New Mexico has overpaid between one hundred million and two hundred and fifty million in unemployment benefits. We already discussed this because they switched um, uh, the original or the first. Or during the pandemic, that secretary of unemployment office, he resigned because he messed up. So he got fired, basically, is what happened. Because who leaves a salary that big? So in his resignation, it's all a bunch of kiss up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, thank you so much, Governor. Uh, you know, I've learned so much. And this is what we got to do in all of this. But he left the next secretary, the huge mess. He didn't even pick up after himself like his mom worked there or something, right? Paid for off of taxpayers. So now we have the new guy. His name's Ricky Cerna. He's the acting secretary of the Department of Workforce Solution. We know it as unemployment. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows it as unemployment office. So he's saying that, yeah, there was all of this fraud that ultimately happened, this overpayment of at least up to $250 million. But he also says that they recovered $172 million. And guess how? How? Uh, they prevented it from being sent out. Sent out. So they're calling that like a plus. Oh, good, good, yeah. Because the protocols in 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 place prevented that money from going out. But they're 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 running this news story as if they did us a favor. Well, they have to make it sound that way. One hundred and seventy-two million never sent out because of the of the safety net. But they're bragging that they saved taxpayers that because. They did their job. Because they didn't get it. Huh? I'm so confused well, by these. What Look about this? Yeah, the last guy. Look what it reads. Yeah. The last guy that just left said, if you did it accidentally or oh, whatever, yeah. and you got all these payments, just rat on yourself. Tell us that, and we'll forgive the loan. Right, because what happened was somewhere along the line, they you know, they figured out, oh, no, all this money is, is something went wrong. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. everybody was on the honor system in New Mexico, and I'm like, what are you going to do, <laughs> bust the whole state? I mean, I know people ha- haven't worked in three years, and they were getting like 3000 
dollar checks. I know somebody hasn't worked in 15 years and got three $1,000 checks and didn't even bat an eyelash. She said, everybody's doing it. Might as well jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. Right. So they figured out about this fraud uh, early on. So the original, the other, the one that resigned that got fired Mm -hmm. because he got fired. I mean, right. Yeah. And then and then because of who, you know, who they are, well, we'll let you resign. And, blah, and wasn't blah, blah. he at 1.2 billion that they had? Overpaid? Oh, yeah. The numbers are. I mean, oh, I mean, you can't trust Mexico with billions. numbers. Yeah. Come on. Jeez. It change, changes uh-huh. by the hour. Oh, yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends who's talking. And and then besides uh, 105 million, 250 million. What's the difference? Man, I mean, and what do they want to do to to to? You know, recoup that money. How are they going to get it back? They're trying to hit the businesses again. They're going to hit up small business. Raise their grocery sale taxes because you know how businesses in New Mexico are. I mean, they're struggling as it is. They're barely surviving. So the state goes, well, no, let's hit them all again. Let's give them another raise. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So they're going to get that money back. The uh, the report recommends, and it's an official report. Sent to all lawmakers like this morning or yesterday, like in the last uh, 48 hours. This report recommends raising taxes on businesses to pay it back. And let's not forget, government had a heavy hand on you businesses. Yes. Y'all don't even got people to serve your customers now. Customer and, uh, service is down, is, is, is way down. Well, look at all the restaurants that I went to trying to get a burrito three days yeah, ago. Yeah, three days ago. No staff, sorry, closed till further notice. Some of them are closed, period. Some of them needed to do two days off for their employees because they're working them like dogs because they don't have enough employees. It was, and then with the mayor telling everybody, don't go to work, use up all your benefits. There's a lot of kinds of money coming into Mex- New Mexico, so use up your benefits, food stamps, PUA, whatever, until September, and we have hundreds of city jobs. Yeah, did you hear about that? Hundreds yep. of city jobs, and we'll hold, hold them for them. you till you use up all your benefits. What kind talk of a about, statement is that? Talk about an enabler. <coughs> enabler, absolutely. That's what New Mexico is. It's Period. enabling these yeah. people. I mean, I have, and like you said, they said, well, everybody else is doing it. Well, that's, you know, it's... I, I, it's it's infuriating. Totally, yes. totally. So every place, I mean, I have not seen, ever seen as many, we're hiring, now hiring, like we're now hiring right now. Everywhere. They ain't even drug testing. They're giving you $400 <laughs> bonuses yes. for God's yes. sake, a bonus to come and come to work. When did you ever hear that? Yeah. Uh, never. Yeah. yeah, the company my son works for that he worked this whole year, this whole time, every day, he, uh, they're $5,000 bonus hiring. Five thousand. Yes. Whoa. Yes, but he worked all year. I'm like, son, what are you gonna get? You know. It's, yeah. Yeah. See, and then it's not fair to the people who went to work. Like yesterday, we went to the restaurant. There was two young girls, um, and like they, I mean, they were a ton of fun. I mean, they just had this charisma about them. They were very young. Uh, one's a conservative and the other one isn't because, you know, we talk to them. But the other one really is a conservative. She just doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. She went to work during COVID as a waitress, where she could have stayed home. Where she could have stayed home. Collected unemployment. And, you know, 25% occupancy, like, obviously, uh, wait staff is dependent upon tips. But if they don't let anybody in, you get limited tips. Right, yeah. right. You're basically a volunteer. And as it is, they work for a really low you know, salary. So. Oh, right, right. The industry, the industry anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, so they're conservative. People who went to work, they don't get the bonuses. Nope. They didn't get the extra money. And I get it. People on on unemployment, they got more money than going to work. But, I mean, obviously that's not right in anybody's book. Anybody looking at that and be like, eh, that's going to come back to bite you. That's going to come back to bite you. And now restaurants are going to get taxed, and now our food's going to go up. Oh, yeah. Everything. And 
the, the problem is the people that know that they, they shouldn't be getting that money, they're not going to charge them back that money. It's going to go to the businesses, and that's not fair. I'm, I, I, and I don't know how you're going to get these people to pay back what they've been overpaid. I mean, how are you going to do that? It's just impossible. So they're just going to bite that money, and it's gone. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they, that's what they said. The last guy yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, totally. That, forgive the thing. If you, and if you know that you did it willingly or unwillingly, however it happened, just let us know, and we'll forgive it. You know. So, so then, what? What? What is the point of coming back? But like back? officially, they came out on the news and in the paper. They're said like it straight out. Uh, if you feel, I mean, because it's like, hi. If you feel you've been overpaid, not a big deal. It was probably our fault. We're all in this together. Just let us know. And if you can't pay the money back, it's okay. We have waivers for that because they were really trying to generate a list so they can come up with an idea of who they overpaid. Cause I don't think, I don't think they can tell you what happened. They don't know. They don't know. And they, they don't know because there was no safety mechanism. There was no, um, uh, uh, safety nets in place in defense of taxpayer dollars or federal money in the time of COVID. And even though the state had to borrow more than $270 million from the federal government to continue the payments, we're going to have to pay that money back with interest. So, oh, so on top of the Relief Act, we uh, there is also money borrowed? Yes. Yeah, and so that's going to be payable. We have to pay it back with interest. So Unbelievable. It, it, and like it, the 1.2 billion, like, and what is the solution to all this? Tax the businesses. Of course. Tax the businesses. Of course. Small business in New Mexico, you now the fat cow. Pobrecitos. You're, you're the city's piggy bank. You're the piggy bank. Yeah, so. And uh, I remember when they, when small businesses, because some of them got fined, some of them got shut down where they could not open because of Secretary of Health. Her rules, mm-hmm. and it's guess like who- the Secretary of Health is the, the President of the of you know yeah. they're the ones di- dictating what we have, can and cannot do. Right, <laughs> and then there is testimony, and who really writes that is attorneys. I remember that old, yeah, when she was doing her little deposition, right. could not answer any questions. She said, we'll have to get with counsel for that. Yeah. You know, never, and deferred everything to counsel. Everything. Didn't answer hardly. I think one question out of the whole thing she answered. Maybe. And it wasn't even like a right. legitimate answer. Yeah, they're all answer. puppet strings. They're right. all puppets. Yeah. All of right. Them. Yeah. right. So La Movida. In yep. New Mexico is yeah, alive Mexico. and well. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I tell my husband he's from Mexico. Mexico. Oh, Mexico. Oh, Mexico. I said, we need to go move to Mexico where they're corrupt out in the open. Right. You know, because <laughs> here, you know, they try to put shit under, oh, like blaming somebody else or somebody else. It's mm-hmm. always farther down the line. Right. And, and it, I don't know why people aren't sick of it like I am. I'm right. sick of it already. Right. Like me, I, I have rental property. And so they told him about evictions. Oh, you can't be evicted. You're going to be good, you know, and this and that and the other. And I'm like, well, what, how am I going to pay my bills? Well, you can um, defer your mortgages on your rental properties. Well, that doesn't include me because I own all my rental properties. I don't have no mortgages on them. So what, how, how am I going to get any help? So I had to fight and fight and fight to, for the ones that are getting all this unemployment, but they're still not paying their rent because right. the government is telling me, you don't have to pay. You're not, right. There's no chance of evictions. If evictions is shut down. I don't, it don't make no sense. Right, right. And then creating a burden, right? Like almost creating this, um, this problem and you're going to eat it. Mm-hmm. And they will too because once it's lifted, the, you're, you're still, still owe that money. You still mm-hmm. owe all of that money. And they were many, just saying mm-hmm. that during that time, 
you wouldn't get evicted. That that doesn't mean that after people got extra money, they I mean they got the stimmies. They yes. got the stimmies. I was I was at the big box too. Mm-hmm. I looked around. People were buying TVs yes. and stuff, which whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care what, I mean, no one's going to tell me how to spend my stimmy. Mm-hmm. Right? I bought lipstick. I bought lipstick too. <laughs> I bought lipstick too. And a hat. And so, but at the end of the day, people weren't really suffering. APS was handing out like food baskets yes. on a daily basis. You just had a drive through did didn't even matter if you had a kid in it. I saw people got like a little EBT card instead of the food baskets where they both. could buy whatever they wanted. Both. They got yeah. both. They got both. EBT oh. cards, mm-hmm. Eat Better Today cards came in the mail uh, in the name of students, mm-hmm. like in their name. Wow. Like APS is, is, is applying for food stamps for them now. So how much suffering really was there? Well, they should learn from that. So if your kid's going to school, all that money that they're supposed to be going should go to the kid. Right. Yeah, instead of the schools. Oh, and hey, yeah. so I'm like thinking, huh, that, let's turn that around, the EBT to each kid. They get their own money. Oh, yeah. We'll give them all that money and see which school they want to go to and right. which books they want to buy instead of going to the schools. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you have competition, and then you have good competition. Now you have schools competing for you. That means they're going to let you know what's happening at the school, what they stand for, and all of this stuff. And if it's a completely liberal school, you say, eh, no, I think I'm going to take them over here because this school over here looks better. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, if that would be one hell of a thing because look at the school. We're dead last. Yes. And, you know, it's not so much that the school would look better as what are they teaching your children. You know, if it's a liberal school, they're indoctrinating them to not say not mother, but a birthing parent. Uh, you know, 27 different genders. They're teaching them all these perversions and nothing on how to get along in the world to survive. Teaching them perversions. so And how to be offended. Mm-hmm. But you're talking school choice. So if that dollar amount, whatever's connected to the child, because there's a dollar amount, because they get their budget divided by this, whatever. It's numbers in New Mexico. It could literally be anything. So APS is short money uh there's a certain dollar amount that goes to the kiddos for whatever school if the parents didn't want all of that liberalism then they could just choose another school that doesn't do that and it would almost force aps to i don't know educate the kids don't worry about all this social and political injustice and all of this stuff just do the right thing for the right reason it's real simple like do your job Yes, yeah, so reading, writing, yeah. arithmetic, that's all you should be teaching. Right. That's it. That's it, not your opinions. Right, yeah. right, because if you can um, if you can speak and read well, then you can go very yes. far. But these teachers are very opinionated. Well, and math. Yeah. And math. But mm-hmm. if you can read and write well, you can comprehend and you could communicate. And therefore, you could, I mean, you will have no boundaries. No boundaries. Mm. Well, right now, they have you all tied up. Yeah, I, I worked at the schools. I've been a substitute for... 18 years or so and i always thought it was a good school and it, it, it is it is an amazing school uh, being from estancia and you small and the teachers graduated from there went back and taught the kids mm-hmm. their mothers taught me and they taught my kids but it was my son got sent to he went to a college out of state and he was way behind yeah out of state and i was like oh i always thought he had a good education right. until he went somewhere else he's like, mom these kids are coming in straight freshmen speak five languages he's like, i can barely speak english and spanish right mm-hmm. you know it's yeah sad. we call that spanglish yeah, yeah. <laughs> thought we were cool and thought we were cool but it is that like we're dead last and why how come new mexico is dead last i don't know we should we should talk about that when we come back in so we got to take a quick break. We got to head out to our sponsors. Special thanks to our advertisers who help keep us on the air every day. Gerald Globe, 
Golden Equipment Company, Abortion Free New Mexico, and ABQ Guns. Support for today's programming on Off the Cuff is made possible in part by Semco Inc. Thank you for supporting our mission, not our speech. Off the Cuff, ABQ.com. Click there, sponsor, or advertise with us. Don't let the cost of advertising stand in your way. We're here. We got your back. KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. You're listening to Off the Cuff. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Bud. My wife, Tara Shaver, and I lead Abortion Free New Mexico. Did you know that the University of New Mexico is training up the next generation of abortionists and runs a freestanding abortion facility, performing late-term abortions all the way up to six months in the womb? Is this really how you want your tax dollars spent? At Abortion Free New Mexico, we are working to reform UNM's radical abortion agenda. If you want to help us end abortion in New Mexico, visit abortionfreeunm.com today. That's abortionfreeunm.com. Hey, this is Janice Arnold-Jones reminding you to tune in to Off the Cuff at 3 o'clock every day on KDAZ. Off the Cuff really is the hottest, most conservative radio program in Albuquerque. It is real news, real talk for real New Mexicans. Welcome back to Off the Cuff, the hottest, newest conservative local talk radio exclusively aired on Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. And I'm Tina Estrada. From the mountains, from uh, from east, east mountains, Torrance County. Torrance County. Estancia. For I am the mayor of Estancia. <laughs> That's your brother? That's my brother. That's your brother. Yeah. Nathan Dial. Yeah. Nathan Dial. We met him. In as, Santa Fe, was Yeah, it? about yeah. three years back. And uh, they were, it was about the gun issue. And, and then I remember I saw Nathan dial and he was the mayor right and i was like well hot damn i said look at this what mayor shows up over here in support of guns oh county rural because they hold it down they i mean they hold down values uh more than bernalillo but he was terrified of that red flag law he said oh yeah that's going to get a bunch of people all wiped out here right and all of his constituency (laughs) had the same concerns so you know when you go represent somebody you don't represent your own ideas you don't represent how smart you are or who you know you go over there and you you represent the people that voted for you in the spirit of what their needs are not of your agenda or your party's agenda, but it's New Mexico, and we all we all know how it is. Everyone does. It's no secret. It's no secret who runs New Mexico and how they run it. And we all know, even if you don't know Spanish, what La Movida is, yes. because it's it's it, it's um it's a concept. It means a bunch of stuff. You're like La Movida, La Mo, you know, and it means something different for each thing. But but we all know what it means. It means corrupt, mm-hmm. very corrupt. What's corrupt? Everything. Everything in New Mexico is, yeah, like I said, let's go to Mexico. Oh, Mexico. This is New Mexico. We don't right. need to be corrupt. And they just keep putting these same people over. Like you said, how many people in your in yeah, your district? Two. Two. Yeah, that's My pathetic. entire lifetime. Yes. And have you seen? Have you walked down the street? Come right. on. Are they doing anything? If they're not, get them out there and try the next right. person. And if the next person's not no good, well, get the next person. Find somebody that represents you and that's doing good for your... You know that actually... Hold them to the task. Yeah, when, when we walked the whole district, you know when Dino was campaigning and we'd say well and she, so you're running for what you know for state representative what's that so we kind of told them yeah. and they who's your representative now and they go we don't know we've exactly. never heard from them we yeah, don't the have same. no clue no yeah. clue but he won again even though they had no clue who he was or what mm-hmm. he's ever done right know? and then so it's a bad bo- you know voter behavior they just went in there and I guess hit D all the way down I was just like 
That's why I keep asking, is there something in the water? I don't know. What could it be? Yeah. Are you going to run again? No. I'm a one-time candidate. That was hard. Trying to be nice and happy and be shaky people's (laughs) hands. Because like my husband said, you yell at them. No, it was so hard. And, you know, I hope Nathan, my brother, he runs again. He had a harder district than I did. Mm -hmm. So so being up there, you know, Las Vegas, because Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was up there. Speaking of Las Vegas. So he was up there at like three three days a week trying to get those people to open their eyes. But, But maybe this with this. Oh, this lady. Yeah. This so, mayor. So I am the mayor. Of- for I <laughs> am the mayor of Las Vegas. I mean, it sounded like something corrupt coming out of Las Vegas, Nevada. But no, it was Las Vegas, New Mexico. So uh, the mayor, I don't know her name. It's uh, Hiron. Uh, no, yes. Yeah, something like something, this. Yeah. So the mayor of Las Vegas. So. You know, a lot of people, like the one that's running now for CD1, she has, but she said she was born in New Mexico, but she's been everywhere else, and mm-hmm. she came back to New Mexico specifically to, to run. run for CD1, Melanie Stansbury, mm-hmm. isn't even like from New Mexico, maybe she was born here, but she's never existed like here, no problems or, or had any solutions, doesn't offer any solutions, except say, we're going to close your military base, we're going to take your mm-hmm. guns, we're going to kill all the babies, we're going to pay for everything, wow, where did she come from? Yeah, she's a politician, just wants to get elected, you Whoa. go to Estancia and you ask who Nathan Dial is, or who is Christina they're gonna know who I am. Right. No, I was there. Right. Her, you go right. to her, and nobody like, knows, right? Who's that? Who's yeah. that? Who's Melanie? Mm-hmm. So in Las Vegas, uh, the mayor there, she was brought up on gov- uh, government corrupt charges. So she was uh, finding out, demanding that she knew bid pricing. So if you know anything about bidding, like bidding for a contract with city or government or whatever. Uh, those have to be kept secret because they want the best possible price for their taxpayers. Or they should. Uh, well, mm-hmm. that's the way the law's written. Yeah, mm-hmm. they should, and she mm-hmm. did, and that's why she was up in court. And so, as a result, apparently, and I mean, this is a little bit of me, you know, me thought that, but you know, it's good enough for me because it was reported by the news. They said like this that the boyfriend was using the hell out of her. Because of her position, of course. I mean, hello. (laughs) So they subpoenaed her text messages. Mm -hmm. And in those text messages, she's like, you just used me for contracts. You've been paid back tenfold because knowing the bid price, they were able to up it, still come in uh, underneath the other guy and still make a killing, a profit off of taxpayers of Las Vegas. Yep. Las Vegas residents. That lady walked all over you. She walked all over the process. And she did it for some guy that in the end didn't even like her. No, now she's all broken hearted. She's all broken hearted and And in trouble. And and in trouble. And scorned. Yes. Mm -hmm. If I was her, I would have pleaded guilty and walked with my legs, you know, like, oh, I don't want to get out of here. This is embarrassing because they're bringing all that up on the news. I mean, on the news, her text messages where she's all broken hearted. Right. I would have just said, yes, I did it and not show my face again. Right. Right. Can I have a plea? But this is New Mexico, so they probably will get away with it. Right. And so, like, what is her punishment going to be? They even had trouble collecting um, or jury members Mm -hmm. to show up. Like, they weren't showing up because... Well, it's La a small movida. town. La movida. <laughs> La movida. It could be painful sometimes. But yeah, this silly lady. Don't I mean, allowing no, herself to be yeah, used like that. To be used mm-hmm. and, um, I don't know. I, I mean, she's just like a doormat, obviously. And she knew it. 
That's why she got mad in the text messages. She would F this and F that and F this. And I said, whoa, (laughs) did you hear what the mayor of Las Vegas said? Mm. Yep. So shout out to Las Vegas. Vote better because... Wake up, hermanos. Yes. Look what they're doing to Seriously, you. Seriously, yeah. there were people on the ballot that wanted to represent New Mexico in the spirit of faith, family, and freedom. You know, just because they're Republicans doesn't mean that they're, uh, I don't know. I don't know. What's, what's, what well, do pe- people They kept think? saying my brother was a white guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tamas Prieto que yo, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. Even in the army, his last name is Dial. They used to call him Dial because they didn't think he was. A, but from Las Vegas, they had it out there on Facebook. Oh, you can't vote for this white boy. Well, I'm yeah. Like, well, yeah. And you're all about race, but you're the ones right. keep saying race. And racism, however, um, only people of color. Yes. And I'm like, what color? And if if you say I'm a person of color, does that mean you're the same person of color as the Middle East? Does that mean you're the same like Africa, person of color as Africa? Yeah. Well, I mean, what color are you? Are you just calling me a colored person? Because you could see how that could be, in you know, like in interchange. Person of color. No, they're just calling you colored. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Uh, colored's over here mm-hmm. and white's over here. And hate each other. And meanwhile, whites haven't even proved their whiteness. Yeah. Because in New Mexico, they're like Anglos until, uh, you know, otherwise noted. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and everybody's all mixed in anyway, yes, you know? Yes, yeah. Nobody's Seriously. We're all mixed. Yeah. Seriously. So the only ones caring about race are the Democrats, yes. but they're not really doing anything to end racism. In fact, they're making it worse. They're telling the whole world that blacks and Mexicans and Hispanics that we're so poor, we're so colored, don't know how to get an uneducated. ID, uneducated, mm-hmm. uh, need food stamps and government help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the pride? You know, I remember one time standing up there and saying, uh, back in 2016, we depend on the government for everything. We're a little welfare state, and we can make it on our own if you get the right leaders. Or I'm not going to say leaders because I hate that word. If you get the right representatives that come in to represent the people, we can make it like all the other states do. But we depend on all the government funding like a bunch of welfare people. That, and we, but we can do it on our own. The, the representatives won't let us right now. They no. depend on all that they because they well they profit from all that from the government. The people don't, mm-hmm. but they do. So yeah, pick your right representatives. Look what they stand for, you know, and and hold them accountable. If if they said they stood up for this this this, and they get in office and they twist everything around, you need to get back in there if you're from the district and say, hey dude, you said this this and this, and now you're going this way. What is the deal, you know? And furthermore, it's, it's, it's sort of like this, too. If they go in there and they're doing all of these things and you voted Democrat, know that they, that's what they were going to do. Yeah. They're going to go in there. Democrats going to go in there. Uh, move to move. Take your guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, take your religion. Take your God. Uh, education dead last. They're in power right now. Why are we dead last? Like, why do these politicians keep us down with the heavy hand? And now they're coming after small business. Mm-hmm. And I want to support small business. I really do. But the service, I'm, I'm not yes. going to pay for something. That you're your, not getting. Your problems aren't my problems. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to take that position, but why should I have to pay to bag my own groceries and get no employee discount? Why should I go to a restaurant and they take forever to rate, wait on you? And, and I get it. I get you're competing with unemployment. So how about you just open your doors when you're ready yes. to do business? Because right now, it don't look like anybody's ready to do business. Because state of New Mexico, great state of New Mexico, has a heavy hand. 
and doling out a bunch of free money and then calling small business cows. Yeah, and you know not with that bill. Piggy banks. Yeah, that unemployment thing going on, all the disaster and all the money that they can't account for. They ask, they call on the governor. What is that? And she says, oh, I don't want to talk about it. You know, it's easy for them to get us involved in all this mess and get us all in a huge deficit. But when it comes down to answering why or how we're going to get out of it, they don't want to talk about it. Well, they did talk about it. They said the report recommends raising taxes on businesses to pay back. But so, she wouldn't respond to that. Yeah, but somebody responded because all of this is on behalf of the government. Governor, mm-hmm. anybody responding on behalf of any of these secretaries, the buck stops at the governor. So, because uh, she approves all of this, obviously. Yes. Mm-hmm. It goes through somebody, you know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you couldn't even put out a, a, a Facebook post without it being approved by the candidate, mm-hmm. let alone something, a statement like this. It says, oh, yeah, let's just raise taxes on, um, on small business. They didn't say Walmart. They didn't say Amazon. They didn't say Facebook. They didn't say any of that. Mm-hmm. They said small businesses. They said businesses, and that means small business. So attacking the people of New Mexico again. That's it, mm-hmm. because it's real easy to spend other people's money. Oh, I yep. could do a day and I mean, night. I could do a day and yeah. night. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. I, I even told Nathan, I was like, why don't we just all apply for everything that they're going to give us? And, right. you know, everybody, else, like you say, everybody else is, and my husband's like, you, could, you couldn't, you say that, you're going to talk the talk, but you won't. You no have way. to guilt. You'll have to guilt if you're taking right. money from, that money's, we're going to need it. Yeah. Eventually, right? right? Yeah. But now we're just handing out here and there and everywhere that, like you said, it, there, it wasn't necessary. It wasn't necessary. People weren't hurting as bad as it Right. And if it was they were hurting, it was because the government's fault because they wouldn't open up these businesses. And if they, like the businesses would all say, the heck with you, we're going to open and try to feed my own family. They'd find you to death. Oh, yeah. And yeah. keep closing it down, keep sending the Gestapo, I mean, the state police, you know, to go down there. The and health department. Down. Yeah. The health department. Hi, we're here from the health department. We're here to help. You know that one uh, Albuquerque restaurant did that. They said we're going to open it up, and our staff is not going to wear the mask. And people want to eat here and not wear their mask. That's Back fine. Street, if they want, yeah. Yep. And if they want to wear it, fine. We're okay, we're good with that. If you're germophobic or whatever, we don't care. But we're not going to do it. And they kept. I mean, they were going to court and still send the Gestapo down there to go close them down. And the city of Albuquerque. And so this is between uh, Backstreet. Is it Backstreet? Yeah, Backstreet Grill. Okay, Backstreet Grill and and State of New Mexico and then City of Albuquerque because we were there talking to the guy. He gets the mail, like the mailman arrives and and hands him these two packages. He opens it up. City of Albuquerque getting involved and like, oh, well, we're suspending, mm-hmm. you know, this. Or you can't, you know what I mean? It's like everybody, you just got to pick up the phone call and say, hey, look, public enemy number one, this is the name uh, of the owner and the, uh, the name of the business and yeah, go get him. Shut him down. Yep. Make his life miserable because that's what they'll do. Because they will come after you, and that's what they mean by that. Mm-hmm. They come after you when you're running for office, mm-hmm. right? Even their own party does it. I mean, I'm, when the dogs don't get along, the dogs don't get along. So they come after you anytime you are a threat to that status quo because they didn't want Backstreet. Well, they, they couldn't have a martyr on their hands, mm-hmm. uh, but they weren't the first one to do it. I mean, what about East Mountains? I mean, um, West Grants. Oh, did you remember that? Yeah. He opened up the whole damn city. Mm-hmm. He said, you can do your business. And you know how many did? One. And you could only walk through the store. You couldn't buy anything because they were all afraid because they know what it means to be attacked because because it's bigger than the mayor. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's taxes. They go, oh, well, let's let's look into their taxes all of a sudden. Oh, what kind of permits do they have? Oh, oh, they own property. Oh, and then they go, there you go. So they call these 
Secretary yeah. cabinets. I'm making this up, but no, I mean, but we know exactly no, yeah, what you're yeah, saying. I mean, they don't get them one way, yeah. but they find another way to get them. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Oh, they go yeah. and, and, and hit you harder. Well, that's what Nathan too at the park. He was supposed to put that barrier, those police lines, like if it's a murder, the yellow, mm-hmm. to shut down the park. And he's like, no, if these people want to come out and fish one day. Let I'm going to let them. I'm not going to. Sh- yeah. They have a choice. They have a choice to yeah. go or not go. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 My body, my choice. Mm-hmm. My body, my choice. So they created these conditions that um, that don't exist. Well, they created the conditions that we exist in that that would not have happened. Look at South Dakota. Mm-hmm. They're successful. Yeah. And that and that governor, she. Oh, we'll talk about this mm-hmm. when she come back. She was talking about mm-hmm. Grisham. Mm-hmm. Bad. So we'll be right back with that. We'll be right yeah. back. You're listening off the cuff, ABQ. It's the hottest, newest conservative local talk radio, exclusively aired on Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Don't go anywhere. Good morning, Albuquerque. This is Gerald Loeb, local author of Things Political and Sometimes Humorous. I have a new book coming out on the 15th of April, and it's called Mayhem Matter. Check it out on Amazon. It'll be available then. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Bud. My wife, Tara Shaver, and I lead Abortion Free New Mexico. Did you know that the University of New Mexico is training up the next generation of abortionists and runs a freestanding abortion facility, performing late-term abortions all the way up to six months in the womb? Is this really how you want your tax dollars spent? At Abortion Free New Mexico, we are working to reform UNM's radical abortion agenda. If you want to help us end abortion in New Mexico, visit abortionfreeunm.com today. That's abortionfreeunm.com. Hi, this is Art Tannenbaum reminding you to tune in to Off the Cuff ABQ right here on KDAZ Radio weekdays from 3 to 4. Everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the newest conservative local talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. Created, produced, developed, hosted by New Mexicans, real New Mexicans. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. And I'm Christina Estrada. And uh, what's happening, New Mexico? Oh, my God. So, so if you're just joining us, we're just talking about La Movida because we all know what that is. If you don't, then you're not really a New Mexican because <laughs> everybody knows what La Movida is. If you don't know what it is, you haven't figured it out yet. Right. And so uh, we're talking about Las Vegas mayor. She did a Movida mm-hmm. so that her boyfriend could get the contract. Yep. That's supposed to be a seal, sealed bid, okay. but she had, the, she had the cheat sheet, if you will. So they knew the numbers that they needed to meet, uh, made a ton of money off of it. And during the court proceedings, which they had trouble getting a jury to, uh, her text messages were subpoenaed. And she she obviously, through the text messages, realized she was getting used by this guy. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, this is who you voted for in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Somebody who would sell you out. Sell your soul. Yeah. Not for a husband. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. It's over and over and over again. This is going to be national news. I bet every time New Mexico gets something crazy is happening in New Mexico, it gets national news, and it's another vergüenza for New Mexico. And, and headlines. Headlines. Say it again. Vergüenza, New Mexico yeah. headlines. Right. Mayor yeah. of Las Vegas. For I am the mayor of Las Vegas. <laughs> and now yeah. he's going to know everything that I did, every little intimate detail of this Seriously. relationship. How humiliating. Seriously. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this ain't the only time. This has happened before in New Mexico, even Torrance County. 
Well, no, look at, look at what happened to the governor with the spending and everything that she did with the Wahoo steaks. They're like two or three hundred dollars yeah. a pound yeah. and all the alcohol she bought. Well, just uh, yesterday, her hair, her, her hair is coming up again. So apparently over six grand paid to her daughter for, I don't know. Hair services. Hair <laughs> something. Uh, Another bit of answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that included the nails. I don't know. Well, I just know that I she, wonder who her nail tech is. I don't know. Remember, she <laughs> had the, sh- the salon opened up so she can go have her hair done. But is that even allowed? Can yeah. you even spend that money for getting your hair done? I don't know because well, I know when when we did our campaign, there were some rules what we can and couldn't mm-hmm. spend on. If I'd have known that, I would have been nails. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got some stuff. But this is Vera Wang no, right here. Right. But no. that's this is the movie that we're talking about. Yeah. The yeah. exact same yeah. thing in the movie. That, right, yeah. right. So, so yeah, if it's about appearances and stuff, so why not clothes, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think to a certain degree, I think it should be allowed, but I think it gets excessive because $6,000 on, on one visit was $1,000. So just for showing up, probably at a residence, fixing her hair, making her feel like a queen, mm-hmm. you know, Coella DeVille, whatever, <laughs> uh, princess for a day, fine. But just ordinarily or or what like what did she need done that she needed a thousand dollar makeover well that wasn't that her daughter that didn't include mm-hmm. lipstick or nails that's right i'm confused or an outfit i could see if yes. it was an outfit yeah. you're and and it's a big debate or you're going i don't know i mean we're trying to find a reasonable a reason reason why you would i mean we're trying here yeah. michelle Mm-hmm. I just don't know what to say. <laughs> There's no help for you, though. Especially when none of us could go get her hair. I've been buying box dyes. I know. See, I'm a Mrs. Clara. I was over there with Lee Presson, Porosita, trying to knock on the door. Because they were all closed. <laughs> and then I realized one day I had lost one, and I was like, how embarrassing. And I had been in, in a few people's homes. I said, watch me. And it was turquoise, my color. So I said, what if I dropped it on the floor in somebody's house? <laughs> How embarrassing. But it's the best we could do under the circumstances. Yes. We wow. didn't have somewhere we could just rush mm-hmm. in and be waited on and pay $1,000 right. for our services. Right. Yeah. Like, get my pinky. <laughs> pinky toe. So bad. Yeah. yeah. I'm just. Don't forget the clear coat. <laughs> The add-on, the add-on, the add-on. The add-on, the add-on. Do it right. Beautiful yeah. nail. You have a beautiful nail. Yeah, that a thousand dollars was for the fee, probably for the hair. I wonder what she got tipped. You know. Yeah. yeah you did, you yeah. keep wondering, you because know, the movida is a movida. It never ends. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it's all the movida always looks uh, more compact than what it really well, was. The, when they open it up, you realize that it was way bigger. Scandal. Well, the thousand dollar haircut, you know, that's what makes us that we actually sometimes would have needed as a candidate. But they take advantage of it, and so they take it away. And so, like, right. if you go get a $25 haircut, well, that's fine. She needed a $25. But when you get a $1,000 right. haircut, and that's just taking advantage of the... Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Of the public dole. Yeah. So, like, even a really good hairdresser. <laughs> a really good one. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've paid, you know, up to, like, $80 for a haircut because it's short, it's thick, and it's just it's pain. Uh I could even see up to a hundred dollars mm-hmm. because, like, it's a salon. Mm-hmm. You, they got Monday, Sunday, Monday off. Those are usually good ones. Like, it's not super cuts. 
even that, but a thousand dollars, like what did you, did you get extensions? Did you, <laughs> what? Well, some of these salons here, they're pretty nice. You get a, a booth, you know, they mm -hmm. have a brewery. And oh, they, yeah. yeah. Or the marijuana, they give you a, right, yeah, you know, right, so maybe right. it was one of those, but maybe. I'm just being the mitote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay. embellishing to the story. Hey, man, it's no. good enough for us. We're just creating here. We're just thinking of, of like, what does a thousand dollar haircut look what like? Get? Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I want somebody to come to the house, do no. my hair, they dress don't. me, <laughs> give me a bath. <laughs> Shave my legs. I mean, <laughs> what? You know that the the governor from South Dakota said that she was in Congress the same time that our governor oh. was in Congress, and she said, "Oh my God!" Oh yes, she's always had those socialist ideas from the day one, and everybody would just look like, mm -hmm. "Wow, is she for real?" You know, and the, yeah, nobody ever has anything good to say about her that has actually worked with her. I know people that went to college with her that said she was a, a mess, a riot, not really even into studying and trying to pass. It, she's just always been real extravagant in every way and scandalous, very scandalous. Yeah. So, well, that she, fits she for hasn't New changed. Mexico because right. that's what they want, scandalous. Right. Mm -hmm. right. They want to be in national news for all the bad stuff instead of the good stuff. Right, exactly. So back to the uh, $1,000 haircut. Um, she wants a $1,000 haircut. She wants to see what it feels like. Well, and it was like plus tax, too. <laughs> plus it was like 1000 <laughs> like 65 bucks or something. I was just like, none of this makes sense. So... I mean, what, I mean, I'm just like, I'm always baffled. I'm just like, how do people get away with all of this? Like, how do you just get away with all of this and then feel okay justifying it? Mm -hmm. You know, because when people were giving you money, uh, when people were giving me money, mm -hmm. like I got the big checks. I mean, we got mm -hmm. big checks, you know, and it was people with some money. They were trying to help us out, whatever. I don't know. It's just supporters. But what did she do with her money, though? But then we also got $20 mm -hmm. from people yeah. who gave us $20 a week. Like, it was a reoccurring yes. donation. I got people sending me $100 or, like, just something. Yes. And, and I was, like, really overwhelmed. I was like, holy. Well, yeah, like I said, that, I cannot. Yeah. I have to make sure that. Um, put it to good use right right yes. now that doesn't mean not having a good time or buying good stuff mm -hmm. i mean i'm not trying to go to the the you know the 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 dollar tree everything that's a dollar because we got a campaign to run some things you just got to mm -hmm. get some things you couldn't get here you had to get you know like the bigger signs that come up in on a semi because you can't get them fedex or something so money has to be spent like period and events, things like that. And I had good stuff. I was like, I'm not going to buy the cheap donuts. I'm buying the good donuts. I'm buying the donuts everybody likes. If not, everyone's going to take home donuts. Mm -hmm. You know what? Buy the good donuts. Yeah, like the this. people give you that money in good faith yes. for and you to run. No, this is what I'm saying. And yes. I spent it in good faith. Yes. You know, I'm I saying uh, like $25 for a haircut. Okay, that's reasonable. Mm -hmm. And, and literally, you're talking 25 bucks. Her, 1000 I could justify getting a $25, $50 haircut. But not a thousand. And what would people to my do? My sister. What would people yeah. do that you gave that gave you that money, honest, earnest, for you to run, and you paid it for a lawsuit for a, a sexual discrimination? Oh, right. Yeah. How would how oh, would people yeah. feel speaking about of, that? Speaking of speaking of, governor is now making this into uh, they issued a, uh, a release and said this is sexist. So see, when they don't like what you're saying, when they don't like when you see something, yeah. you ought to see how you look like from here, and the way you look like from here is this. She goes like this. It's sexist. Mm-hmm. Really? But 
we we didn't call it sexist when she was grabbing crotch and i'm just reading the reports i'm not making any of this up that's right but our time is done you're gonna have to come back with us any last words no thanks for having me thanks i'll I'll come represent you can talk about the month back there okay (laughs) all right so shout out to torrance county and estancia hello our friends we love you we miss you you're listening to off the cuff abq conservative talk Albuquerque, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. We'll be here. God bless you, New Mexico.